Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode 6 Are you tired? Tired of trying so hard to be happy? Why do you need a reason to be happy? Why should happiness depend on money, fame, power, relationships? Why should happiness depend on the achievement of things outside yourself? Everyone everywhere, every human being wants happiness. The world is full of pain and sorrow, said Siddhartha. Gotama, but I have found a serenity, and you can too. Everyone claims to know how to find happiness, but where is it? Human beings have been solved, almost from the moment of birth. We're told that happiness is freedom from misery. Happiness is like an umbrella in the rain. We are always trying to avoid pain, as if it's the same thing as the pursuit of happiness. We are always trying to get someplace else to avoid any unpleasantness. But happiness is more than the absence of pain, just as life is more than an abundance of food. Why do you feel like you're always moving but going nowhere? Desire is necessary to life, but you should be smart about your desires. Pleasure, wealth, fame, power, we can't get enough of them. Human behavior has been solved. Almost from birth, we're told to do everything properly. We are told there is one and only one right way to do everything properly in order to live a proper life. We are told that we must strive to achieve the proper desires in order to live a proper life. Proper desires, wealth, fame, power. A proper life is a happy life. We are told that more proper things mean more proper happiness. 
So we fill our environment with more and more things. We identify ourselves with our things. We measure our success with things. We judge ourselves and judge others with things. We work in order to buy and we buy in order to motivate ourselves to work. So why do most of us never get the life we want and die feeling tired, confused, and cheated? What's wrong with our worldly desires? Why do they lead us down a dead-end street? Unattainable. Most people strive on untiringly to achieve these worldly goals. But most people fail. Fail to become famous, fail to become wealthy, fail to become powerful. Happiness is beyond our reach, so we try to be happy without it. Unfulfilling. The few who do achieve these things discover that they don't guarantee happiness. Was Elvis happy? Was Howard Hughes happy? Insatiable. Desire is not consumed by achievement, but is inflamed by it. Even the rich desire to be rich. Even the powerful desire to be powerful. Even the famous desire to be famous. We can't seem to get enough of what we don't really want. Frank Zappa said, Money is evil, but I like it. And fleeting. These things may comfort you in life, but will they comfort you through all of eternity? The rich act as if they're going to live forever, but not many do. Unattainable, unfulfilling, insatiable, fleeting. We live without happiness, but we cannot live without these things. People expect these worldly desires to lead to happiness. But maybe the secret to happiness is low expectations, just as the secret to a happy marriage is lack of communication. Happiness is the ultimate good. But you're looking in all the wrong places for something that was never there in the first place. We look for happiness in another person. We change the whole course of our lives to possess someone we will be bored with in a couple of years. Just because we think he or she will make us happy. And then we feel cheated, as if we put money into a parking meter in front of an empty parking space. So you work at jobs that bore you, to buy things that bore you, to impress people that bore you, to live a life that bores you. Maybe happiness is something you find only after you've stopped striving for it. Are you running away from something? Or is something just chasing you because you're running? Would you prefer to watch a sunset or would you prefer to own a famous painting of a sunset? Imagine if accumulating experiences 
was as valuable as accumulating things. Human behavior is patterned, but these patterns are knowable. We are free to reject them. We can say no. We have the power. I would prefer not to, said Bartleby. Happiness is found not in what you achieve, but in what you love. The Japanese have a word for this, ikiga. It means your purpose in life. This might be your profession, but it also could be fishing, knitting, or cooking, if that's what you love. Greater is what is in you than what is in the world. Maybe the people and things here, now, are actually what you need to be happy. Entrances to happiness are everywhere, even in the most unlikely people and unlikely things. Happiness is much more than an umbrella in the rain. Happiness is livable. If you can't find happiness where you are, where do you plan to find it? It's not something down the road, since not one of your footsteps leads away from it. This is it. Where should you look for happiness? Here. When should you look for it? Now. Why can't you find it? Because to find it, said Ramdas, you must be here now. Be here now. But you are mostly someplace else. Your mind is either drifting into the future, which hasn't happened yet, or into the past, which already happened. You are mostly lost in memories and illusions. Wherever I go, paradise is where I am. Voltaire. Joy is now. Happiness lies on this breath. Now, not after anything. Happiness is this moment, not later. What are you waiting for? All you get by waiting is more waiting. How do I live in the now? Just pay attention. T.S. Eliot said, we must return to where we started and know it again for the first time. Tomorrow, comb your hair from right to left and pay attention. Wear your shoes without socks and pay attention. Say good morning to your colleagues in Swahili and pay attention. You will feel your mind in the moment again for the first time. You will experience the now. How does it feel to pay attention? To be in the now? You will see things, things we see and cannot unsee. Trust me, no one can tell you how it feels. I can try. 
But it would be like trying to teach modern algebra to a dog. This is a gift only you can give yourself. You read a map and trust the map maker. The map maker you neither know nor see. Trust me, all you have to lose is your weariness and your servitude. If you hit yourself on the head with a book and you hear a hollow sound, it doesn't necessarily mean the book is empty. Freud. The now is the only true reality and all there is. Be here now. And just as Kafka said, happiness will freely offer itself to you. It will roll in ecstasy at your feet. True happiness is found in the gifts only you can give yourself. Wisdom, friendship, compassion, charity. The world dislikes a hole, so we fill it. Rather than admit to ourselves that we just don't know how to live a happy life, we make up something to fill the hole. Fame, power, wealth, and somehow the not knowing makes the made up stuff feel true. True happiness is a birdhouse in your soul. Even if you should lose everything else, you can go home again. True happiness is more than a sunny state of mind. Three of Wittgenstein's siblings committed suicide and he always believed that he would be the fourth. Yet his last words were, tell them I've had a wonderful life. Why have we figured out everything else but how to be happy just as you are? There is no equation for happiness. There are no roads, there are no maps, there is no book of instructions. You don't need a reason to be happy. You can be happy for no reason. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to The Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.